0: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank
1: member FDIC. It's at their discretion who they want to kick off. So when you click accept on those terms and conditions that you did not read, just know that that's included in there. What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, DX Daily. You know this podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here's where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your hosts, Asia Sky, and I'm the other host, A It's the weekend. Friday is here. You know we got that weekend energy popping. A lot of things to get into today too. Soulja Boy is threatening to sue Twitch. Yeah, they kicked him off the platform. He's saying it's racially motivated and he might take him to court over this. Also, Travis Scott, Young Thug, and Pop Smoke are now in the Billy Club. And no, I'm not talking about a billion dollars. I'm talking about a billion streams. Also, Kanye, he's been in the Billy Club, but he's taking it to new heights, new levels. Plus, Travis Scott is spearheading a new concert safety initiative. And you know it's Friday, so that means new music Friday, big new album from Roddy Ricch, Gucci Mane, Chief Keef, and more. But before we get into all of that, please make sure you follow the podcast, hit that subscribe button. Thank you. Now let's go ahead and jump into this. All right, let's start with Big Draco. Every other week is something with Big Draco, man. This time Twitch has kicked him off their platform. They didn't explain why. And now Soulja Boy is feeling like he might want to take it to court. Yeah, all we know is that Soldier Boy went to
0: Twitter and he just said, I can't believe Twitch can just ban you without any proof or explanation. This doesn't feel right. I got to sue these people. If y'all don't give me my account back, I'm taking y'all
1: to court. And he added Twitch and he added Twitch support. Oh, no, man. It's it's Boosie versus Mark Zuckerberg all over again, (laughs) man. This is Boosie versus Instagram and Facebook. All over again. You know, these platforms, you got to look in those policies, man. They can kick you off for anything, essentially. It's at their discretion who they want to kick off. So when you click accept on those terms and conditions that you did not read, just know that that's included in there. I'm sorry to tell you, Big Draco but that is kind of messed up at least instagram they'll tell you why they kicked you off they'll be like all right you posted uh sensitive content or nudity or they'll be like uh this your post was bullying and harassment it was reported for this like they'll at least give you a reason but twitch (laughs) they just you know kicked big draco off no explanation and uh he was upset about it you know he loves a good twitter rant uh he also said I need the best money lawyer can buy. DM me. I got millions. I want to sue Twitch. I feel like they are racist. They ban me with no explanation. I will not stand for this. Come on, soldier Luther King. (laughs) Fighting against injustices (laughs) against the community. (laughs) He also asked who's in charge of Twitch because he does want to have a conversation with them. First, he was like, who is the CEO of Twitch and where can I find him at? I need to talk to you now at Ed Sheer. So I guess Ed Shear is the CEO of Twitch. And then at first I was like, Ed Sheeran? Like, he owns Twitch? But then I was right. like, okay, this is somebody else. So yes, Soldier wants to have a conversation with him. I don't know that he'll see this. I don't know. Is Ed Sheer on the level of Mark Zuckerberg and the fact that he will never find out about this and never see this? Or do you think he'll actually uh, hear about Soja Boy wanting to sue Twitch?
0: I don't know, because like you said, I don't know if he is the guy who's in charge of Twitch. Like, we know who Mark Zuckerberg Zuckerberg is, of course, but do we know because of Boosie? Like, can Soulja Boy bring his name up like Boosie be doing Mark? I don't know, but we're going to see.
1: Yeah, Soldier Boy versus Twitch to be continued. We'll see if he really takes legal action or not. But this is going to be interesting because, you know, when soldiers start beefing, he don't stop until either he hears something from the other side, like an apology, or if he gets a statement back from them, then, you know, he takes it further. But, you know, he doesn't really stop the beefs until he hears from the other side. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah, interesting for sure. All right. Now let's talk about Travis Scott, Young Thug, and Pop Smoke ending off 2021 on a bang because they got a billion streams for each of their albums this year. (laughs) Now, Travis Scott got it for an album that didn't even drop this year. His Astroworld album is actually his most streamed album to date. And he just surpassed 6 billion streams on Spotify earlier this week. So... He made it even past 1 billion streams. He already got that, but he hit another billion. Um, he just surpassed another billion this year on World. And with everything that happened, that's that's a huge accomplishment because you would think people are streaming less Travis Scott. They're actually streaming more Travis Scott.
0: Yeah, that's surprising to me because, you know, usually we're in this cancel culture and people do what they can so the artists can't get their streams, so they can't get that money if they're doing something bad. So it is interesting that Travis Scott's numbers did go up, mm-hmm. but another person who joined the Billy Club is Young Thug with his Jeffrey album that crossed a billion streams this year. So big ups to him.
1: Thugger, Thugger, mm-hmm. he had a great year too. He released his punk album. Uh, he's been on Everybody and a Mamas album, released a comp- compilation tape. Thug is building his label. Thug is doing great right now. He's He had a great 2021 You also have the posthumous Pop Smoke album, Faith, which got a billion streams this year, too. That was also shocking to me because I know there was a lot of mixed reviews on the Pop Smoke album. Very many people were like, no, they should have just kept it at the first one. First one was great. The first posthumous album was great, they said. But they had like some qualms about the second album. So to hear that that hit a billion streams. That was that was great to hear, honestly, especially for Pop Smoke's family like that. And then you also had French Montana, his project from 2019, Montana, just passed a billion streams as well. So good for him. No, he just dropped the project, too. They got amnesia. He said they was forgetting how great he was. And I guess this is just another reminder right here. Yeah, he ha- didn't he have to, like, list off the songs that were big, like, on a tweet a couple months ago? Maybe that helped. Yeah, because the kids, you know, the kids was saying he didn't have hits, and, you know, he was bothered by that. I don't think he knows how it is, like, just being on social media on the day-to-day. It's like, you gotta get people telling you, you trash, you go get people telling you your career ain't nothing from their mama's mm-hmm. basement. And I think, like, French was just a little bit bothered by it, and he was like, I did This, this, and this, I had this song, pop that, and unforgettable, and da 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 And it's like, French, we know. We know. (laughs) But yeah, he had to come back and remind us with They Got Amnesia and with this new record. So good for French. Yeah, good for French. Good for all of them, those big artists hitting that
0: billion club. It's good to see.
1: Yes. Now, one artist that was already in the billion club, but uh, he's just got it on steroids right now, Kanye West. So he is the first rapper ever to have 10 studio albums hit 1 billion streams. Now that's one we really got to clap it up for because it's already hard enough to get a billion one time, but to get it 10 different times on 10 different projects, that's next level, man. That's, That's GOAT category and GOAT territory right there.
0: Yeah, I don't think many artists are hitting that type of accomplishment. Like that's like, that's almost legit every album you've ever put out has hit one billion streams like what
1: yeah almost i think i think it could happen i think he can get it for all of the albums he would just have to go on tour probably to make it happen but i feel like it can happen oh yeah for sure and you know his numbers have risen after the free larry hoover concert with drake which i think Mm -hmm. was part of the plan too like okay yeah i know y'all want to free larry hoover and all but i i think kanye just needed to get out some of that creative energy he's been storing up like Leading up to the release of Donda, there was no tour for Donda. or I don't know if they announced it or if they didn't. But either way, you know how Kanye Kanye knew. He'll announce something and then it may or may not happen. But either way, I feel like he just needed to jump back on that stage and this was the perfect opportunity for him to do so. And mm-hmm. it was the perfect opportunity for him to um, show Drake up, do a little unofficial versus battle, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> drum,
1: up, <laughs> drum up some publicity. Because, you know, people were saying that certified lover boy kind of had more staying power than Donda so I think Kanye kind of hit like five different birds with one stone by doing that free Larry Hoover concert and he really showed people like look y'all know the catalog come on now don't act like y'all don't know the catalog and I think that was one of the purposes that that concert served so to know that the streams have increased drastically after the free Larry Hoover concert it only makes sense
0: Right, because Kanye did perform some songs that kind of have that, oh, I forgot he did this, I forgot about this one, and of course you hear it again, you want to go back to it, add it to the playlist, because it's been some years, so Kanye knew exactly what he was doing
1: with that one. Exactly. Now he has also been, you know, doing things on the film front as well, too, because he does have this Netflix documentary on the way that we talked about several months back. The Genius documentary is going to be a three part documentary, just going over the ups and downs of Kanye's career. They said they're going to start from way back to even when he was just coming up and go throughout the span of his entire career. So that's going to be exciting, too. And that's supposed to be coming in 2022. It's directed by Clarence Cootie Simmons and Chike Oza. And yeah, this has been 20 years in the making. So we got another major Kanye moment on the horizon as well. And two other people are in charge of this. So I know this is coming. Right, exactly.
0: That's going to be dope to see um, a Kanye West documentary, three parts. It's premiering at the Sundance Festival, too, in January. We're going to get it in Netflix later. So I'm excited for
1: that one. And I hope, you know, this is I know the bootleg movie era is kind of over, but I feel like we need to bring that back for this (laughs) for this uh, documentary, because the time between it being at Sundance and it being on Netflix is going to be a little bit of a span. And I want to see it as soon as possible. So, uh, people, if y'all could whip out your camcorders again and just shoot it, whoever's at Sundance, if you could do that for us, just do us that solid, please. And uh, we'll greatly appreciate it. Yes, please. And thank you in advance. (laughs) Now, let's talk about Travis Scott, man. He is trying to be a part of the solution after the whole Astro World fiasco. He's been doing various things like offering to pay families expenses, offering to pay for therapy, just various different things to try and show like, look, I'm standing with y'all. But this latest thing is he is going to be spearheading a new concert safety initiative following this festival. So this is looking real official, too. So he's meeting with leaders from the United States Conference of Mayors, and they're looking to form an official committee that will ensure concert and festival safety in the future.
0: Yeah, this group, um, which will be made up of industry-leading experts from the medical, music, and tech fields, they relayed their mission statement and purpose is to aggressively focus on new technologies and innovations that offer ways to address these challenges. So Looks like Travis Scott is going with the right people to really make it official, to make it a new um, like initiative or new ruling when it comes to performances and shows that make sure
1: everybody's safety is taken care of. And this is big, too. If this is not just like a vanity thing, uh, I'm trying to make myself look good after the fact thing or trying to rebuild my image and reputation. Like if this is something that they're really committed to. And they do use people from the medical field. They're using people from the tech field. They're using people from music. All of the industries that come together to make a festival or a huge concert happen, if they do this correctly, this could really change the way festivals and big concerts work. And it could work in people's favor because it's kind of working on, like, let's just hope nothing happens now. Like, that's kind of the the way it's been working. And as you see from different events in the past, that hasn't always worked, even from a safety perspective, even from shootings, breaking out at festivals, sometimes fights, breaking out, people passing out from dehydration, like all types of different things that can happen and that can go wrong at a concert or festival. So if they're figuring out ways to tackle these issues then that's going to be big and that's going to make an impact. And I know Travis Scott is catching a lot of heat for this. But when you talk about tangible solutions or tangible ways to uh, impact positively moving forward, this is one of them. Like I said, if they are really committed and they're not just saying this because the press and publicity is bad right now, if they really do commit to this, this is going to be good.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that's what's needed. Uh, any show period so nothing like that happens again and you brought up you know the shootings and you know people passing out or just random crazy things happening at these public spaces I think it was about time something like this extreme does be taken into place um it sucks that it had to be after such tragedies but um at least something's going on something's happening
1: right and I feel like nobody else was taking the initiative so now mm-hmm. that Travis is getting all these people on board to do it I think that's a good first step I do Yeah, exactly. All right. Now let's talk about some new music. It is Friday. So, you know, we got some big releases that dropped today. Roddy Rich finally put out Live Life Fast. We've been talking about this album forever. Haven't got a chance to hear it yet. You know, it's early o'clock over here. So the album just dropped a couple of hours ago, but we will be listening to it today. And, you know, we'll be back with the review on Monday. But you do got some big features on this album. I'll tell you that. Future, Lil Baby, 21 Savage, Gunna, Kodak Black. Like, the list goes on. Roddy brought in the big leagues for this album. He brought in the big dogs. So Live Life Fast is out. We gonna check it out. Yeah, definitely gotta check that out. And besides even just
0: the guest features, some of the producers on there that, you know, make up a good album as well. You got Mustard, you got Southside, Boy Wanda, Cardo, Wheezy, Uh, Ronnie J, Kenny Beats, a lot of producers on this album, too. So that's going to be a good look to listen to.
1: Yeah, man. Big Dogs is out. Live life fast. Also, Mm -hmm. Gucci Mane dropped another tape. Gucci Mane and the 1017 label. You know, Gucci has been signing a lot of artists to 1017. That's been the move this 2021. Artists building their labels. And, you know, Gucci Mane has been on this for years, just bringing up new artists and putting people on. So this is nothing new And this is the third compilation tape, actually, this year from the So Icy gang. So Gucci and them are doing it over there. This is the Christmas album. You know, he's the East Atlanta Santa. So we know that Gucci likes to get festive around Christmas season. And uh, now they've put out this new compilation, which is So Icy Christmas. Yeah, just in time for the holidays. So got to listen to that one as well. Yep. And then you got some new Chief Keef, which I'm excited about. Phone them. This is a new 14-track album from Chief Keith And he's doing great things with this album, too, because he's actually going to be serving up an NFT of the album. So people are going to be able to buy that. And he's going to be selling physical NFTs alongside it that will be different physical items and artwork relating to the album. So not only is Chief Keef putting out the music, he said, I'm going to get into this crypto game. I'm going to get into this NFT game at the same time, all while, you know, still doing the music, of course. And I like that. You know, we like to see rappers expanding beyond the music. That is a common theme on this podcast. So got to cover that as well, because that's huge. I don't think I've seen anyone do that yet.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. And the way that this world is changing—cryptocurrency the and these NFTs and stock exchanges—I mean, you got to start thinking of some innovative ways. So, Chief Keith being one of them, I'm with
1: it for sure. Yep. New Boldy James, new alchemist out now. Super tech mobo. I feel like Alchemist does a joint album with a rapper every week and every week I'm here for it. Okay, so, uh, you know, they already did one or last year, rather, they did the Price of Tea in China together. So this is, you know, another rendition of Bodhi and Alchemist we got here. So definitely going to check that one out. And then lastly, Young Blue dropped a new project. No, I'm not okay. So if you were wondering if Young Blue was all right or not, you got your answer.
0: Yep, no, I'm not okay. Simply put, Blue, simply put.
1: Now this one is in an EP. So you got just five tracks on this. Monica is the only feature up there, which I like because, you know, we just got that Moonboy album earlier this year. Bunch of features up there, you know, Big Sean, Chris Brown, Drake, 2 Chainz, Jeezy. So he gave us that side. Now he's giving us just a little hors d'oeuvre to end the year, you know, (laughs) with this new EP. And I like that because Blue has had a hell of a 2021 dropped that album had all of those amazing veterans on the album got best new artist this year dx rising star like young blue has just had an amazing 2021 and this just seals the deal on it yeah, with that album
0: he put out, the Moonboy, we, w- we would have been good this year with Young Blue because that project was really good. So for this little five-track EP, like you said, a little hors d'oeuvre, a little sampler, that's cool with me. I'm good. Young Blue is good for 2021.
1: Yeah, man. Closed out that Moonboy tour. He had a great year, man. Every award show, Young Blue was there. Shouts to him. What a, what a good way to end 2021. And I think that's a good note to end it on today. Yeah, that's gonna conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at AsiaSky on all platforms. And I'm at A dub on everything too. All right, enjoy all of this good music. Enjoy your weekend be safe and we will see you on monday with more daily news see ya